Hello, and welcome to a service of Holy Communion at St. Peter's by the Sea Episcopal Church in Narragansett, Rhode Island. We're glad you chose to worship with us and hope to see you in person in the near future. Until then, thank you for being here right now. This service is also available as a podcast. Just search for St. Peter's by the Sea Church wherever you listen to podcasts and take us with you wherever you go. Again, thank you. Hello and welcome to St. Peter's by the Sea. This service is for the fourth Sunday of Epiphany, Sunday, January 31st. Just a couple of announcements for the community. There will be no virtual coffee hour this morning. Instead, we will be holding our 152nd annual meeting. For those who wish to attend as members of the congregation, you will find the link to the Zoom meeting in your e-net that was emailed out on Friday this week. Also, please help St. Peter's make its financial goals for 2021. If you have not sent in a pledge card or would like to pledge, please let us know by either going to our website, www.stpetersbythesea.com, and pressing the donate button, or calling into the office and making a phone donation to Tracy Telford, our parish administrator. Our worship this morning begins with hymn 569, God the Omnipotent. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
and blessed be God's kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you govern all things both in heaven and on earth. Mercifully hear the supplications of your people, and in our time grant us your peace, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. Our first reading today is from Deuteronomy. Moses said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You shall heed such a prophet. This is what you requested of the Lord your God at Oreb on the day of the assembly, when you said, If I hear the voice of the Lord my God any more, or ever again see this great fire, I will die. Then the Lord replied to me, They are right in what they have said. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their own people. I will put my words in the mouth of the prophet who shall speak to them everything that I command. Anyone who does not heed the words that the prophet shall speak in my name, I myself will hold accountable. But any prophet who speaks in the name of other gods or who presumes to speak in my name a word that I have not commanded, the prophet that I have not commanded the prophet to speak, that prophet shall die. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm this morning is 111. Hallelujah, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright in the congregation. Great are the deeds of the Lord. They are studied by all who delight in them. His work is full of majesty and splendor, and his righteousness endures forever. He makes his marvelous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He gives food to those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. 
He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the lands of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and justice, and all commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever because they are done in truth and in equity. He sends redemption to his people. He commanded his covenant forever, holy and awesome in his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Those who act accordingly have a good understanding. He praises and his praise endures forever. The second reading today is from Corinthians. Now concerning food sacrifice to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Anyone who claims to know something does not yet have the necessary knowledge, but anyone who loves God is known by him. Hence, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that no idols in the world really exist, and that there is no God but one. Indeed, even though there may be so-called gods in heaven or on earth, as in fact there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God, the Father, from whom are all things, and for whom we exist, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom are all things, and through whom we exist. It is not everyone, however, who has this knowledge, since some have become so accustomed to idols until now, they still think of the food they eat as food offered to an idol and their conscience, being weak, is defiled. For food will not bring us close to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat, and no better off if we do. But take care that this liberty of yours does not somewhat become a stumbling block to the weak. For if others see you, who possess knowledge, eating in the temple of an idol, might they not since their conscience is weak, be encouraged to the point of eating food sacrificed to idols. So by your knowledge, those weak believers for whom Christ died are in fact destroyed. But when you thus sin against members of your family and wound their conscience when they are weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food is a cause of their failing, I will never eat meat, so that I may not cause one of them to fail. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our sequence hymn is 581, Where Charity and Love Prevail. We'll sing the first verse prior to the reading of the gospel the second after, hymn 581.
Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, Jesus and his disciples went into Capernaum. And when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Just then there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friend and colleague, Dina Cleaver Bartholomew, is oft to say, just because you can doesn't mean you should. That is definitely the theme of our reading from Corinthians this morning. Paul has quite a problem on his hand because it appears that a certain sector of that church, most likely the Gentile sector, has, like a precocious teenager, realized that there is no harm in eating meat that had been used in sacrifices to other gods. Their argument with Paul is very simple. Those gods do not exist, and therefore that meat that had been offered up to them has not been defiled in any way. And this was important to that portion of the congregation because much a part of the social life of Corinth at that time, especially among the upper echelon, were these great banquets and dinner parties in which the meat having been sacrificed was served. But their partaking in these rituals and being part of that society left others within the congregation confused, for they had not gained the knowledge yet that this one part had gotten, and so therefore felt that eating meat that had been sacrificed or even the idea was somehow a way of corrupting oneself. 
Paul answers the argument basically with the adage that Canandina uses. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And tells them that while knowledge and wisdom is a wonderful thing, that which builds the community, the body of Christ, is love itself. So while the eating of the meat that had been sacrificed is not going to defile you, or that frankly there is anything wrong with it or corrupt your walk with Christ, he raises the act to a moral question. How does that affect others within the congregation? Christianity has always been a faith of community and not a faith of the individual. So much of what we hear, especially in the United States, is often the arguments over the individual right as opposed to what is for the greater good of the community. What Paul argues in Corinthians today that as members of the body of Christ, as it is, as it, as it, as important as it is for one to take care of one's own spiritual life, there is a higher calling as well, and that is to care for and help guide those others who are part of the community. As I think about Paul's argument for today's service, what I hear him saying is what often takes place at those old um, outward-bound team-building conferences that I used to go to in the 70s and 80s and all those activities that were focused on teaching a group that they were dependent on each other. And no matter what the activity may be, no one person could solve the problem or accomplish the goal without the help of the others. Another image that I have of Paul's lesson today is that of running an obstacle course and hitting that climbing wall and the individual who can't get over, but running together as a team to where the stronger members help push the other one over the wall. Both images speak to the fact that together in this life and as a community, we are in it together to care for one another, to look out and help each other in our own journey with the way of love itself. The kingdom of heaven cannot be realized by a group of individuals on this earth, but is realized when we gather together and work as one towards a common goal, helping each other with their walk and their journey so that the time will come when all together will arrive to the kingdom of God on earth. That is truly the goal of Christianity and the goal we seek as the people of God. So yes, there is many things that we can do, but just because we can do them doesn't mean we should. Because if we choose to do them, it may put a stumbling block in front of another. And it is love and not knowledge 
that builds the community and the body of Christ. Amen. Let us affirm our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The praise of the people this morning. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, 
Hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In the diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for the seminaries and schools for deacons. In our parish cycle of prayer, we pray for David, Nicole, Michael and Abigail Zelenik, Jean, Luma and Cademan Adams, and Linda Adams. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people. In the multitude of your mercies, look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For you are gracious, O lover of souls. And to you we give glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. Take a moment, stop the video. Greet those around you. Take a moment and text a friend or a family member who may just need a acknowledgement that they are loved by God and someone as well. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us in offering and sacrifice to God. Thank you. 
All things come from you, O Lord, and of your own have we given you. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, we lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, because in the mystery of the word made flesh, you have caused a new light to shine in our hearts, to give the knowledge of your glory in the face of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you've made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all, in the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son and his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ and bring us to that heavenly country where with the blessed Virgin Mary and Peter, our patron, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. blood of Christ, the cup of salvation. Thank you. 
Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go forth in the name of Christ. Thanks be to God. Hymn 567, Thine arm, O Lord, in days of old. <laughs> 